This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment, bedsheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bedsheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Thanks for listening to The Reds Report. This podcast is sponsored by Webmart. If you want to get more out of your marketing, drive out costs, and find out which channels are best for you and your company, then visit our website, webmartuk.com, or just search Webmart Barnsley. Innovate. Create. Communicate. This is for the fans. The Vibe. This is for the fans. The vibe. Nach einer Wartezeit von sechs Wochen haben die Rote ihren neuen Mann bekommen. Herzlich willkommen bei Barnsley, Herr Struber. This is the Red Report.
Well, it only took six weeks, but the Reds have got their man. Gerhard Struber announced as Barnsley head coach until the end of 2022 with the option of another year. We've got an Austrian manager that followed a German, that followed a Portuguese, that followed Paul Hackingbottom. Is that about right? We're playing quite internationally, aren't we? This is the Reds Report. It's Thursday afternoon. It's five o'clock. Thank you very much for joining us today. In the studio, as always... He's the funny one, uh, the funny one amongst us. Also, he says Chris Ridyard in the studio. Chris, how are we doing? Good afternoon, Carlo. Really enjoyed that intro. Love it. Did you have any idea what I said? No idea whatsoever. <laughs> uh, I know that you speak a bit of French, Ben. Uh, I don't speak French. I let the uh, the funky music do the talking. Very good. Kills it, allowed, it I think. It was German, oh. by the way. But <laughs> <laughs> what it? <laughs> <laughs> Ben, how are you? I'm not bad, sir. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Happy that we've uh, well, we've got something really serious to talk about today. We've got a new head coach, haven't we? We're all and frowning. in the studio with us as well. When he's not working, and he's not at college, and he's not driving, he's here. Kyle, how are we doing? Ah, it's good to be back. Thank <laughs> you for having me again. Just remind me, what time did you finish work this morning? Uh, at six o'clock. What time did you start yesterday? Ten o'clock. Respect there, isn't it? If you fall asleep, we're not going to wake you up till we leave later, all right? There's a possibility, Carl, if you carry on talking. Oh, the funny Somebody say something. Right, let's start first of all. Um, six week, and uh, I want a yes or no answer. From what we've seen in the media and from what you're told, because obviously you went to the press conference today, um, are you excited after a six week wait that we've got Gerhard Struber as our head coach? Yes or no, Ben? Absolutely. That's not a yes or no. It's an ex- exaggeration of a yes. A yes, yeah. Incredibly, yes. Yes. From what I've heard, yeah. Right. So, wh- what is it then that because he wasn't in the betting as, as Stendhal never was? We'd never heard of him till on, was it Sunday Monday rumours of his name started coming around. Kyle, wh- what is it that excites you about this? Um, um, this I think from just listening to him a few times in what I've heard in press conference, he just sounds enthusiastic and he just sounds like he wants to do well, as any new manager coming in wants to. Um, obviously, he's, we've not really heard him. We've never really heard of Stendhal, so we'll see how he gets on in his first few games and then see how he gets on. Um, first impression's always very important. We remember Daniel Stendhal um, sitting in the garrison watching the World Cup in his German shirt and as they got knocked out of the England shirt and that's sort of like the first time that Barnsley fans really saw Daniel Stendhal uh, you went to the press conference today Ben, Chris, Chris what was your reaction when you, when you heard it talk first of all how's his English? I think his English is, is very impressive it's much better than my uh, my French or German or <laughs> Austrian do you know what I mean yeah he did really well I thought he he answered questions uh, quite accurately another uh, one of his assistant coaches uh, Max uh, yeah, Matt, he, he, uh, he helped him translate. Uh, but yeah, I thought his, his questioning was good. Seems like a, a warm character, uh, likes a good laugh. He seems to have a decent humour about him, uh, which he's going to need. Um, I think first thing, uh, there was some bloke taking a picture of him stood on a chair and uh, he walked in and he said, uh, hello, big boy. <laughs> and uh, everybody laughed. Uh, so that's always a good start. Probably the way to get the press on your side as well, isn't it? Ben? What were your thoughts when you heard him, uh, him speaking in the press conference today? Well, when you compare it to a few years ago when Stendhal came in, his first conference, he, his English, what, it must have been like three or four words. Yeah. Um, so to, to see the comparison there, he's going to be able to communicate with players a lot better here at the start than Stendhal did a few seasons ago. Uh, his understanding were generally OK. He did, did need some translation every now and again, but other, he, he's... English is very impressive, very good. 
He needed more translation when me or Ben asked a question, funny enough. But, in fairness, I came to this country, I spoke English from the age of four in Holland. Yeah. 14 years of English, I came to Barnsley. I didn't understand. Because knowing English is one thing, understanding people hmm. with a really broad Yorkshire or Barnsley accent is another thing, isn't it? And that's something he'll get used to. Well, I suppose behind the scenes, there's not that many, is there? Because a lot of the key staff are actually from, you know, when the, 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 I mean, the CEO is, is American, the board is international. Um, but I'm sure if he sits down with Beth and Whitey for a while, that he'll, he'll get that under control, won't he? Yeah. Um, it's interesting that we've had to play a lot of competition. Uh, you know, it's, it's teams in the, in the Europa League. What... Do, do you think the club specifically gone for his, his track record working with the younger ones? Because that wasn't at his current club, was it? His current club was a, an older squad, a more experienced squad, that he got a third in the, in the Bundesliga in, in Austria. So do you think it's his track record of getting an, a rather unknown club into the, uh, into the um, into European football? Is it all that time spending time with the younger squad? What is it that you think appealed to Barnsley FC? Is it his playing style? Result, I think results, first and foremost. His uh, previous team, uh, third in Austrian Bundesliga, uh, in Europa League, uh, from their, uh, you know, been so successful last season, uh, competing in Europa League as well. They're not just getting, they're not getting thrashed. They picked up a few points here and there, beat Borussia Mönchengladbach, and drawn to AS Roma. So he's, you know, he's obviously created a very good team that can compete and punch way above their weight, which is probably very apt for a team like Barnsley. Yeah, that's something that needs to be done. Um, what I want to do is, um, we had an, uh, did an interview yesterday with Lee Wingate, who does the other Bundesliga on Twitter, and they report for various news stations throughout Europe on Austrian football. So I asked him a couple of questions. What I want to do is I'll, I'll read the question, we'll hear what Lee had to say, and then I want to throw it over to you to hear what you think. So the first question I asked him was, um, what can you tell us about his last club? Uh, Wolfberger AC and this is what Lee had to say Gerhard Struber's entire footballing career to date both as a player and a coach has been on home soil here in Austria he started his playing career in the 90s and he was a player for about 20 years played for a, a number of different clubs among them uh, SV Austria Salzburg and Las Linz he then hung up his boots and embarked upon a coaching career, starting with the Red Bull Youth Setup in 2007. He was with the under-19s for three years, I think, before he took up his first senior role with his hometown club, SV Kukel, where he spent, I think, three years. And then he returned to the Red Bull Setup, where he became the assistant manager to the senior squad in the 2015-16 double winning season. And then after that, he was working again with, with various youth levels, I think, under-15s and under-16s, until around this time last year when he was appointed the head coach of Liefering, which is basically Salzburg's feeder club. Any young players um, who need to get minutes under their belt, they farm them out to Liefering. And then when they're deemed ready and mature enough for the first team, they're reintroduced to the Salzburg squad. So he was there, I think, not for very long, for a grand total of about 15 games when he decided to step down so that he could focus on his coaching badges because he wasn't yet fully qualified. And so he decided to continue working with Liefering as a scout. And during that time, he completed his UEFA Pro license. This was at the, the first half of, of this year, basically. Only finished towards the summer, at which point he was then given 
the Wolfsburg job. And he's been there for uh, only four or five months now until until obviously leaving this week. But he's done a good job. And, um, yeah, he's, he's really made an impression on the Austrian Bundesliga so far. So that was um, obviously the wrong question I asked. That was about the coaching career of Gerhard Struber. Kyle, yeah. listening to that, he's got at various levels, seems like um, a lot, a lot of experience. Yeah, he's got a lot of experience. I think he's not really had long stints at you know, a couple of clubs, especially his last couple of clubs. Um, so the fact that he's committed at least three years to Barnes of Football Club is a good sign. And like you say, he's got a lot of different experiences that he could bring, and obviously, especially the uh, youth squad that he worked with, obviously that's going to work well in his favour, especially here at Barnsley, you know, the philosophy philosophy of uh, the young squad and uh, working with him to try and, you know, climb up the table. Yeah, and Chris, I mean, a lot of people I've already seen on, on, on social media, but it's the Austrian League. It's worthwhile mentioning that the team that's second in the Austrian League knocked PSV out of the Europa League, you know, home and away. So I suppose... Maybe it's a fluke, maybe, maybe PSV aren't as good as what I thought it might be, but actually standard-wise, you know, and it don't matter if somebody's up and coming, isn't it? He still took a rather unknown team and took them. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of people that comment about football have, have struggled to understand that football's changed at such a rate in this day and age. You know, I lived in a lifetime where Ron Atkinson, you know, were, were a manager at football. He did it, and he said openly, he did it because he could do it after finishing playing and, and, and it was about now you're getting what, is, what are career coaches and these are highly intelligent people that have gone on course after course and have been, they've had you know such such knowledge parted upon them He's, this this bloke is he's not a nobody by a, a short stretch of the imagination. His CV looks good, and like Carl said, it's in such a short space of time. He's obviously climbed the ranks, and he seems to not only has he worked with the youth, which Kyle also mentioned, but he's got results yeah. in, in 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 those times. So it just seems like the perfect blend for us at minute. And and hats off to Dave Murphy and the team that's obviously got him and I mean from what we could gather at press conference he's not been this this has not happened quickly he's been in conversation for for about four four weeks on telephone so it's not it's not this is not just a quick turnaround it's not just a panic the, you know it's been targeted it I suppose and if, it always worries me when the club says that because um, there were other names in the frame and it sounded like a little bit that they had interviews because they admitted to us that it, they, they had interviewed people and that was early on you can then only presume, really, that maybe those people have turned it down for whatever, or decided not to take it, or the club decided maybe that they weren't good enough. But yeah, in, in your in your in your job, then your line of work, Carlo, when you interview for a job, how many people get an interview for for your line of work? Well, it depends. But normally fifty percent. So if if we have a job which we had the other day with sixty two applicants and we we, we downlisted it and we got ten, so we got ten people to do, do an interview. So t- so ten came for interview that day. And you didn't just pick first one, did you? You took your time. And, and, oh yeah, yeah. And you, well, that's what happens in professional life. And I think people are, are so football doesn't happen like that anymore. It's, it's a profession, isn't it? I you, completely agree. Would you agree? If it took four weeks, you know, we've been six, seven weeks without a manager. Were they maybe let down by somebody else, or did somebody decide not to want it for them to them chase? Or did Barnsley decide that they, they weren't the right fit? It could be. It could be. Well, we don't know, do we? So, second question I asked Lee was, um, can you tell, um, tell us a little bit about this club? Because Wolfsburg AC, I mean, I'll be honest, I'd never heard of him. So, um, let's see what Lee had to say, and then Ben, I'll come to you, to you, uh, what, you uh, what you thought of that. So, this was uh, the response. So, to give you a bit of background information on Wolfsburger AC, his previous club, 
They are a very small club based in the south of Austria in the state of Corinthia in a, in a village. Um, and until recently, they'd never been in the top flight. That changed in the 2011-12 to 12 campaign when they were promoted to the Bundesliga for the first time. And since then, it's been a relatively meteoric rise, culminating in them qualifying for the Europa League for the first time last season. Struber was appointed in the summer, and he's been in charge of course, of overseeing that maiden Europa League campaign. And it's gone really, really well. They started off by beating Borussia Mönchengladbach, who currently top the German Bundesliga by four goals to nil on match day one, away from home as well. They followed that up with a 1-1 draw at home against Roma, a stunning goal and a, a great evening all round. There have been a couple of disappointing results since then against Turkish team Istanbul Bashakshahir. They lost both those games. But nonetheless, it's been very much a case of surpassing expectations in, in Europe. It's been a, a similar story on the domestic front as well. Although Wolfsburg are out of the uh, cup this season, Struber's led them to third place in the league, consolidating their position behind Las Glintz and, and Red Bull Salzburg. Um, so it's it's been a very much a successful story so far. And not only that, he's done so with a very entertaining style of football as well. Wolfsburg score a lot of goals. They're averaging two and a half goals per game this season, 34 in 14 games in total. They are an attack-minded team. He's been moulded in the, the Red Bull style of play, which is a lot of pressing, counter-pressing, and fast transitions from, from back to front. And that's how he likes to play, really. Always in his... 4-4-2 formation with the midfield being a diamond he doesn't like to, to deviate from that and the thinking basically behind that diamond which is quite narrow is so that when his team plays a direct attacking style if they play risky passes and lose the ball they can then subsequently crowd out the center of the pitch and basically force their opponents to go out wide where their two very good fullbacks can then deal with the threat and it, it has worked relatively well They've got the third best defence in the league as well. So hopefully he'll be able to, to shore up Barnsley's defence. Um, overall, he's made a very good impression in his, in his short time there. And hopefully the Barnsley fans can look forward to some nice attacking football as well. Well, Ben, I suppose a lot of things that Lee said there just fit with us, I suppose. Because the legacy of Daniel Stanley seems to be carried on. Different manager, but a very similar playing style. Maybe different formation, but the high pressing and getting the ball back and everything. And surely, if somebody would have said, you might have to wait six weeks, but you're getting a coach who actually in Europe is doing OK, you know, whether that be Europa League or whatever. It's all right, isn't it, this? Yeah, well, you listen to that. He's, he's put out some, some quite interesting... Well, stats and, and pieces of information that, that us as Barnsley fans might want to know. Um, and it, it, it gives us a clue in on what, what we can expect. Um, I mean, if we can shore up our defence, I don't think we're going to have a problem because we have been scoring goals, but it's just a case of shoring up the defence in order to partner with the goal. So if if he uh, if he's right in what he's saying, it, it, it sounds very, very... Uh, Promising. <laughs> you heard Chris whisper, he's my English teacher. <laughs> right, um, last, uh, last question I asked before we go to a break is, can you tell us a little bit about Gerhard Struber's um, experience, especially with younger squads, uh, with Barnsley having the younger squad in the Championship? This is what Lee had to say. I would say Struber has a lot of pedigree working with young players, and that largely comes from his time working within the Red Bull youth setup. He worked with teenagers of all ages and young players in general, 
And so I'd say that would stand him in really good stead for Barnsley. It's been a bit of a different situation at Wolfsburg, his most recent club, because they had one of the oldest and most experienced squads in the Bundesliga. And he largely stuck with the team that played under his predecessor, Christian Ilzer, rather than switching it up. There is one notable exception. He brought the young Ivorian striker Anderson Niangbo on loan from his former club, Liefering, Salzburg's feeder club. And he's been a revelation. So perhaps that is a sign that he is willing to work with young players if they're if they're the right, if they've got the talent and they've got the necessary quality. I think for one thing, he'll relish linking up with his countryman, Patrick Schmidt, who was a revelation for Admiral Wacker in the Austrian Bundesliga before he moved to Barnsley. And generally, I think he'll cope quite well with the, the, the youth in the squad, mainly because of that, that valuable time that he had with the Red Bull youth setup. This is for the fans. The Vibe.
This is for the fans. The Vibe. And you're listening to the Red Report on The Vibe. 22 minutes past five on Thursday afternoon, and we're just getting uh, stuck into, not literally, uh, the ins and outs of our new head coach, Gerhard Struber. Um, finally, I asked Lee from the Other Bundesliga podcast. Um, how do you think Struber will get on with Barnsley? And this was the response. I think as someone who doesn't really follow the English Championship very closely at all, it's hard for me to say accurately how I think Struber will fare at Barnsley. But I do believe in his abilities as a coach. I think he's one of the most promising young Austrian coaches out there. And he clearly really wanted to start with the Barnsley project, given that he's, you know, he's decided to swap the allure of Europa League football for, for a championship relegation battle. But the jobs are so vastly different that I think it will be a challenge for him, honestly. Um, he's now going to be at one of the youngest teams in the league, working with young players with little experience. That wasn't the case at Wolfsburg. He is going to be in a relegation battle, that which wasn't the case at Wolfsburg. He's working in a new country for the first time, and I don't think you can underestimate the, the difficulty that that brings. He's only ever played and coached in Austria. There's a new language involved, a new, a new culture. So I think he is going to have his work cut out and he will need time. Um, and I hope that Barnsley give him that time, to be honest, because I think if they do, then he can make an impact at the club. Whether he's able to stave off relegation this season, I'm not so sure. But I think the Barnsley fans can be, can be happy that they've at least got a manager who has really proven that he plays an attacking, exciting brand of football. And so I'd like to, I'd like to think that, that, that the Barnsley fans can be optimistic about his appointment. This is for the fans. The Vibe. So, Kyle, we should be happy. We've got attacking football. We've got a coach that um, has coached or, you know, um, in, the, in the Europa League. He plays attacking football. He's worked with young players. So success on the wall, you know, might get into the top ten. Who knows, maybe even the playoffs. Future looks rosy, doesn't it? Oh yeah, we all wish. We all wish it worked like that. <laughs> he seems to have the very much attacking-minded football that Daniel Stendhal had when he came into the club. Although that was in League One, um, we, we've just been saying at the break: Will he have to bring his own players in in January? Will he get that chance? Um, I think he's gone from one extreme to the next. If you listen to that, I think he's gone from an experienced, you know, challenging top top two club in Austrian Bundesliga to. Well, as he pointed out a few times, a relegation battle in the <laughs> yeah, championship. I used to lightly. Um, so it, it's interesting. We should, I think it is an exciting time. He looks like a very exciting young manager. And only time will tell, really. Um, Chris, you were at the press conference today. Was there any uh, questioning of any indication about uh, you know bringing players in, maybe from former clubs? Does he feel the team needs strengthening? Anything about the board, about bringing in older players? Was there anything said or was it? Yeah, uh, Liam Wobshell from Yorkshire, uh, from Yorkshire Post, he, he suggested, uh, well, he asked about January. Uh, I think he mis misheard the question because he started going on about recruitment from previous teams. Right. Uh, and he said it wasn't in his mindset regarding recruitment from previous teams. Uh, but then once he understood the question fully, he, uh, he said that January is not in his mindset at a minute in time. It's it's the immediate future and, and built, which, which rightfully so. Why why would January be in his mindset at a minute in time? January is a long way away. There's games to be won. And unfortunately, for the better or for the worse, he's going to have to win it with these players he's got. Yeah, which is true. I think one of the players, Ben, that will be happy, surely, Patrick Schmidt. He's got a, a fellow Austrian at the helm. Um, so, 
I would presume a coach that knows of him and knows what his capabilities are. Can you see him getting, you know, um, more minutes on the pitch than what he's been uh, given previously? It's possible, and it's it's also it can be seen as because they're both at the from the same country. It's going to be easier for them two to get along. It's going to be easier to to for him to settle in because he's got someone who speaks that direct language. Yeah. Um, but it, it could be that sh- that chance that Schmidt needs to get like uh, his first start, or all this that that you look at. Maybe he might favourite Schmidt like Stendhal, like Barra. Um, you, you, there's all sorts of things that compare along with it, and I, I think we could possibly see more of Schmidt to yeah. come. I suppose Barra as well, isn't he? Because he speaks German as well. So uh, because Mike Stephen Barra, Chris, not really featured much under Adam Murray or, or anyone. And if he gets the philosophy, surely that language barrier is, is a lot less because those three, uh, Strober, Schmidt and Barra, they all speak the same language. So can you see maybe, especially talking about the change of formation as well, that there's more for Barra? I think the change in formation could uh, influence Barra to be picked in terms of, obviously, the attacking midfielder. Um, it sounds like he's not going to play very wide wingers, as in like they're not going to be hugging the touchline. So is the three central midfield? Is the three or four central midfield options there? Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I don't think language barrier is going to have any influence. If I'm honest, on, on who's going to be picked, he's going to pick uh, the hardest working, uh, the players that are malleable, the players that are taking on information uh, in terms of what he wants from them. Um, I know he mentioned this morning that I've been watching the videos and, and animations about how he wants them to play. The people that impressed you in that and, and can um, adapt, re- yeah, adapt that and reflect that onto the pitch and produce what he's asking for, they're the players that get picked. And it's probably make or break for a few Barnsley players at this minute in time. They've got to be malleable. They've got to try and take the things on board. You're looking at Mamadou Tiam with his time up at Barnsley. Pag that thought. Let's play some music because then I want to look at who's got between now and Christmas to earn yes. either a stay at Barnsley or maybe seek, uh, because there was a few places that has not been featuring, so um, I have to apologise for this music, this one was chosen by Chris Great song
is for the fans. The vibe. Just having a discussion in the studio, what could be called that sort of music? Is it rock? Is it rubbish? It's a great song. <laughs> Have you seen video to it? No, I don't want to. Right, they, ba- <laughs> they basically made the video, I think it cost them about £50, and uh, it's four treadmills in a gym they're put together, and they do like a dance routine, but they do it all the way through, no mistakes, live. Right. You need to see it, Carlo. But it's a great song, that. Uh, the video sounds good, but uh, no, it's a bit unorganised chaos for me. It's better than some of the stuff you'll play, so we'll leave it there. Johnny will like that one. Boys all coming up next. Right, let's have a look then, because we talked about this. This The, the playing style will probably stay, but we'll talk about different information. So we want to play a diamond in midfield with not out and out wide wingers, but more compact. So if we lose the ball, we can get it back quicker. So, um, Ben, start with you. Uh, which player should be worried? Let's let's throw a name out there. Let's discuss it and let's let's see which other one. So for you, which player should be most worried at the moment of saying, if this don't work for me, I can see myself being out by January. There's your obvious team, isn't there? Mm. I mean, we haven't seen him feature at all this season yet. Uh, I mean, has he even been up bench? Uh, you know, I don't even know. I've, I've I don't. I don't even think he's been up bench this season. And to say that last season he, he was one of the starters, he, he went in eighteen every week. Yeah, it's. I think Tiam's your obvious um, one who's probably going to get cut. The most memorable it, thing were Wigan away had a shot on target and keep tipped it over. That's all I remember. Yeah. Well. That says a lot, doesn't it? It's, it does. So, is, do you think Tiam was just a, a half decent League One player, and this is just a step too far, or are we saying he's never really been given a chance? So maybe he could, he's just not been given a chance to to, to show it, Chris. As somebody's individual brilliant as last season, uh, crazy really, and, and his build-up play and intricate passing between like McGeehan and Moat, and when he played at left-hand side, I've never seen anything like it. Such such close control in tight areas. I'm not quite sure where it's gone wrong for him this season. Uh, he's, he's probably not going to get his place, but again, it comes down to attitude and uh, and, and work ethic, doesn't it? And, and being able to to fulfil the role that's been asked of him, whether that's going to look like a striker, could it could he end up being a third, fourth choice striker? I don't know. I think he's not the only one that needs to worry. I think Panios is obviously something not quite right there. Uh, obviously, had the operation on the eyes and. He's not, he's not really featured much since. When he did feature, he looked like he needed another operation in his eyes, so I'm not sure, really. Which um, is weird, isn't it? Because we talk about experience or lacking experience, but Pinilos is one of the elder members of the mm. team, Kyle. So, surely, if we won that experience, we should be playing somebody like Pinilos. Yeah. I, 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 I can't recall him being on bench, but um, I think he's like the old one. I think he is the oldest stint squad bar Kenny Dougal. And obviously you need that in defence, I think, sometimes just to slow it down a little bit and, you know, play calmly out front back. So I think if you want that experience, it's there to be used and I suppose it's in Struber's hands now. I think Kenny Douglas is going to be pivotal to this formation, Carl, would you think? Well, I think if you, if you play the diamond, I think that's his role, isn't it? Um, it's the other ones. Mowat has got a role in this team, or was it? Is McGeehan going to maybe find himself more on the bench in this formation? Um, Would you, you, you could Moaz probably could play in all three, four positions centrally. Could play a wide he left. Could, he could, we could just play defensive midfielder. Could play Cam. I know he scored that goal, and that's his first goal of the season, I believe. Yeah. He's missed a couple of cities, but also caused us a few goals, especially early on the season. Sheffield Wednesday away, I believe. Short back pass, first game. Oh, uh, McGeehan. McGeehan. So uh, you know, and I, I know that. I'm going to say just because they've cost us points, haven't they? Mm. Um, Jordan Williams, Ben. You know, he, he came at the same time, let me get this right, did he come over at the same time as Cavari when we brought, both brought him from Huddersfield? Um, 
out a bit on the 23s and they started playing and everyone's saying, oh, we've got a bit of a player here, then in and out of deep, don't seem to get a consistent run. Is that somebody who should be worried? Uh, yes and no. I mean, he's only, you look at him, he's only 19, 20, six, he, At 19 and 20, there's not many players who get consistent championship football. Um, whether he needs a loan move or, or something along those lines, it, it, it's prob- probably best for him. Um, I mean... I know Chris will be the first one to pounce on this. Cavare's performances haven't exactly been consistent this season. But, uh, yeah, he was inconsistent when he played, but, I mean, he's only young. He's not. He, I mean, Cavare's older than him, so really his, his consistency, should, consistency should be picking up. But, is <laughs> Chris, what's your thoughts on that then? Uh, the guy that we had on talking about the... Uh, the Austrian Bundesliga and, and, and the setup, and he mentioned, oh yeah, he plays with two very good fullbacks. I, I winced a little bit of that. Um, and for me, I don't know if you would agree, Kyle, Jacob Brown, who's probably a winger who was a very good League One winner, is probably our best right back. Yeah, I'd probably I'd argue for that. I think he, if he dropped back as as that sort of right back instead of the winger, I think you've got a perfect player in the right back position rather than a winger. Good for overlapping, yeah. and energetic, can, probably a bit more intelligent going backwards. You can afford to play a, a Thomas or Wilkes as well as, and then who would you drop for them? Then Cavari on the bench. You know, yeah. you don't know. It's it's sort of manager's choice, really, isn't it? Cavari could end up playing left back. You don't know. Ben Williams has obviously stayed to a good place when he's played this season. He's not looked out of place, has he? It's Certain no, point. Williams has, has performed really well. I don't think he should be worried at all. I think probably had one bad game, caught out a few times against uh, at home. Luton. Yeah, but but everybody was cold, cold, cold. Luton, we're we're going to so. wear as well. What about Jordan Green though? Jordan Green came in, was introduced last season at home. Fantastic tackle instead of West End. Bit of a, an instant folk hero for for what he did. Not been seen. Not been spotted. Is he a long-term project? Is it is he good enough? Yeah, yeah, you think? I mean, I think when we we brought him in, we were back in. Was it was it January transfer window we brought him in? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. So I, the I was already on promotion because that was the aim all along. So you think if you bring somebody in on a three or four year contract, and, and don't forget, this is all on stats, isn't it? This is all on stats and spreadsheets and Excel and everything else. So he must have had something to offer. Well, the speed was always there. We, we had him on the the fan zone, didn't we? A, a yeah. while back, and he said he was the fastest. Yes. It's not getting along with Cavari, but then I joke that obviously if you were running backwards, you'd definitely beat Cavari. <laughs> um, yeah, my nan would, and she's in a new chair. <laughs> the, the new, the new, if they're going to be a new shape, which potentially we're, we're, we're reading into a, a diamond in midfield with, with narrow wingers, so they potentially could have four central midfielders on there. Who can fulfil those roles? Who, who can adapt and overcome and, 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 and find the place in the team? It's beyond it. Could Green play? Uh, Attacking midfield is quick enough. Is 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 intelligent enough? I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. I, we're not there, are we? Day in day out, we, we're just we're just having a good guess, aren't we? Was there any question this morning about injuries? If anybody was injured, no, no in, injuries weren't covered. Uh, but we know that Radling is pretty much ready to go. I, I heard, and I don't know how to. I heard a rumor that uh, uh, Woodrow not been training. So I don't know if anything was asked. No, nobody covered the injuries due to obviously the right. the size of the press conference and it being all about the new manager, really. Because when we talk about formation, and I don't want to, you know, put him on a pedestal even higher than what he's on, but Woodrow is crucial to us, isn't he? Keeping him fit and injury-free because he's the only one that's chipping in regularly with goals. You could play a 6-4-0 and Woodrow would still have to play. Yeah. That's that's my yeah, opinion yeah, yeah. on Woodrow. Um, what about Malik Wilkes? 
I mean, he was my signing of the season. I thought, you, what we've got here is somebody with, you know, brought up whether we like him only, you know, Leeds Academy, going through the Leeds, playing for Leeds. And yeah, he had a fantastic season for Doncaster. And I honestly thought, he'll grab this. He'll, he'll be everything we needed. I'd be there a nasty streak. It's been a bit of a disappointment, really, hasn't it? Besides that first match, when obviously, just for time-wasting, I thought he was absolutely amazing. But forgettable appearances. And I know he comes off the bench for 20 or 30 minutes, but it doesn't really... I can't say he doesn't do much, but there's no end product. There's never, like, a narrowly missed chance or a brilliant save because of the work that Wilkes did, because he just gets lost in the game. What, what is it? I'll start with you, because what is it about Malik Wilkes? I'm not sure. He's, it's such an enigma, isn't it? Something's not quite lining up right. But new start, a new beginning... Uh, possibility that he's going to play with two up top. We've obviously got Woodrow and Chaplin that have, you know, filled those positions in more recent times. Uh, and we've mentioned Brown. Brown's played up top random with this season once. Tiam could play there. But to me, uh, there's Smith as well. So it's, there's a lot of competition for those front front foot. Does he play again? Could he adapt to playing just behind the strikers? Could he play more centrally in, in, in that diamond? Uh, Wills, could he play to the right-hand side or the left-hand side of that diamond? It's 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 all up there for grabs. The players have just got to to show to show that they can do it. Yeah. And Wilts could be one of those players. It, it could affect his season. It could turn it turn it on a on a sixpence. Really, it could be amazing now up until till May. Well, we hope, don't we? Uh, quick word as well before we go to music and then start um, talking about Blackburn um, after this international break. Blackburn away on Saturday. Uh, Christopher Stern left the club today, so obviously not in the plans of the new head coach and. Um, I suppose a very underrated role, wasn't it, for Christopher? Because he was always there. He seemed to be very much the link between Stendhal and the team, especially when Winkler left. He was always on the pitch doing, you know, the pre-match warm-up and, and, and everything else. Um, no, our feelings is that Kyle, as we go around, I mean, he, he did his best. He was part of that team, and we just wish him all the best wherever he goes, surely. Yeah, definitely. I think the players enjoyed the enthusiasm that he brought. You saw on, you know, the videos that were put out, the recaps, and... He's just enthusiasm. Even when it weren't going right, he was still there reassuring the players. And I think it was that under underrated role. I think he was that link between Stendhal, the players, or Adam Murray. He still got involved. And uh, it's disappointing to see him go, um, but we wish him all the best in the future. And for you, sorry, uh, Chris, Andrew Murray, whatever happens now, he's put himself in a shut window, hasn't he? Because on a on very, very short notice, he took charge of a team. He wasn't afraid to make changes. No. And those changes... You know, they, they, they were fruitful, weren't they? We got, I mean, fair enough, there were draws, but we got draws against some of the top teams in this division. Yeah, no, we did. Adam Murray did best with what, what he had in, in such a short period of time. Uh, obviously, probably the results didn't quite match the performances, really. Um, it steadied the ship to a certain extent. And you can't really knock Adam Murray or Chris Stern, who have done a great professional job for us, really. They've kept their head down, they've worked hard, they've had Barnsley's best interests at heart as well as their own. Uh, they've not put a foot out of line, have they, in, in what has probably been quite a volatile atmosphere over since Stendhal left, mm. in terms of, you know, the fans, and uh, and obviously probably a bit un- unsteady shipping with the board and things like that. So, yeah, hats off to them. Uh, fingers crossed they'll find a place in football. I'm sure they will. Stern's no, uh, no fool. He's obviously a clearly intelligent man. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm sure he'll be fine, and I'm we a, thank him for his hard work, really. I'm a job in Scotland going soon, I suppose. I mean, we, we never know, do we? Um, ben, what about Dale Tong, then? It's an interesting one, that, isn't it? Mm. Um, I mean, I think I'm expecting... Weren't something said at press conference? We're expecting another announcement soon. Well, there was one... Was the one today, or was yeah. that earlier? Or yeah, was that there were Max 
Arabi's surname. It's FT. So yeah, he, and he was in Australia already. He, he he worked at the club with Struber, and he was also a uh, English lecturer. So his, his English, d- 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 his knowledge yeah, of English well, language. Yeah, well, he was sat next to yeah. uh, Struber today, uh, and obviously just just helping with English kind yeah. of thing. It's probably a bit like Stendhal and Winkler then. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, somebody just to help him out, but. Um, we could do worse, could we? Oh, and then keeping Deltong in that just for the local sort of angle. And he knows, I suppose what I'm saying is it's very dangerous, isn't it, for a completely new management team to take charge of a team that's laying on the bottom of the division. There, And I'm not falling about, you know, English is not the first language. They could do worse than leaving a local lad in there that knows these players inside out, that was part of this team, that was part of the academy, and give him the role of that sort of interlinking and people getting used to each other. Yeah, absolutely. And, and since he's come in, I think you, you look and he's done a very good job at what he was supposed to be doing and what he has been doing. Um, I think... Us as Barnsley fans, we do like Dale Tong and we, we like to see him in that role. So I hope he does stay in that role. I hope they don't come into it like with. I don't. I hope he don't bring in another assistant manager, which don't know any anything about the club or anything like that. Um, so we actually know it's that we've got someone who knows the players. And I go to right. Play some music. And uh, we'll start looking at what forward to... Sorry, did you want to say something? No, I was just saying I still think, regardless whether he's an assistant manager or not, Dale Tong, I'm sure you'll agree, Kyle, there's going to be a place for him at club. No, definitely, yeah. You don't invest that much amount of time into somebody and then, and then sack him off. They'll find another place for him, and rightfully so. If we want to promote from within, if anything happens in a couple of years with Struber and you know he leaves us to go and manage AC Milan or whatever because he's done so well with us, then we should have. Because that, that was Crime's legacy. That's what he wanted, wasn't it? We could promote from within, like we did with Heckingbottom and Lee Johnson. And I'm sure if they can keep Dale Tong there or thereabouts, then that will... Uh, one day that will come through. Um, we'll start looking forward to Blackburn away. What song you got for us? Is it better? It's good. It's all right, isn't it? Who is it? Dolly Joel. What's it called? The yeah. Man. Ten out of ten. Da-da-da. 
at the bar is a friend of mine He gets me my drinks for free And he's quick with a joke Or to light up your smoke But there's some place that he'd rather be with David who's still in the Navy and probably will be for life and the waitress is practicing politics as the businessmen slowly get stoned yes they're sharing a drink they call loneliness but it's It's 10 minutes to 6 Thursday afternoon. You're listening to The Vibe. This is Dreads Report. Over to Ben Connolly, because it's Bad Man, the opposition man. Blackburn still, Away. still from... yet to get a name that fits, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Blackburn Away. Blackburn uh, Away. Start off with the last five fixtures. Let's see how they've done. What's the form like? So, uh, it's, they've only got one win. That's all right. Um, 
and they've, they've drawn one. The rest are losses. So against the rubbish team as well that we want it. Yeah, absolute absolute load of dog. Well, a whole it's, load it's of fair, no, know exactly it's fair to say that all these rubbish teams are still above us at the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not for much longer. No, I like it. I like it. Um, so, who did they play? Just just go through the scores. Uh, are they conceding a lot of goals, or is it one nils at the losing? The, they're all very very narrow. Right. Okay. Uh, results. Um, when they've lost, they've lost by one goal, and when they've won, they've won by one goal. Right. So it's that sort of thing. Uh, five games ago, they played Huddersfield at home. That was a two-two draw. Uh, and that was probably the time that Huddersfield started finding a bit of form and turning those losses into draws and then turning them into wins. Well, they so. ended up with manager at month, didn't they, that, that month, Huddersfield? Yeah. So, Did well. yeah, that's where their fortunes turned around. Uh, then they travelled to Birmingham, lost 1-0. Right. So, again, narrow loss. Then went to Preston, who... Right, Preston. We don't want to like it to go to Preston away, don't we, lads? <laughs> eh? there, there you all went to goals. Preston, now we're to the Canaries. There were five goals scored in that game, but it was only a 3-2 loss for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then the beat pigs at home two one, <laughs> uh, and then they went to Leeds last week. Well, not last week, but week before, uh, lost two one. So, sort of very narrow. So, can we? Do, so, if Barnsley cut the mistakes out like we have been well, trying to do for quite some time now, because we could score goals, we've shown that, mm-hmm. but we could see them as well. So, can see them more than we score. Well, yeah, well, doubly. That's, that's true. Who, who the danger man then for them? I'd, I'd say there's a couple. One that we know of, well, Bradley Dak, hasn't it? Bradley Dak is an absolute baller, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, he's got five goals this season as a midfielder, which ain't bad going to say that Woodrow's on six. Yeah, um, Adam Armstrong. Yeah, I mean, blast from the past. I, th- I, I, his pace is always frightening. That's one thing you look at. He's got three goals this season. Yeah, you have to hope he's not up against Cavari. And I you? think he's playing up wing. He's so just playing left wing at the minute. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, he played up top for us, didn't he? And he's it's got to be Jacob Brown matching him for me. That's it's just scary. It's whether Cavada is going to play in his worth. Like it's ethics going to kick in under Strawberry. It'd be nice to see him work hard for once. But yeah, know. yeah. Well, it would. And then the the Derek Williams, which Kyle, you know something about? Centre back, is it? Yeah, he scores from. He's, he's dangerous from set pieces mainly. Big mainly, is he like what Alpha Halmo is to us? Kind of I feel thing. like is he an international? Yeah. Is he Jamaican international or something? I'd be guessing. I think he's Irish. I'd be guessing. I think he's Irish. I think he said on who scored. He's Irish. Maybe he's an Irish. Trust, Maybe he's Irish and plays for Jamaica because I mean you can these days, can't you? Yeah. Trust in that website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Saturn 18th, 20 points. We're Saturn 24th on nine. <laughs> But it's key though, isn't it? These next three games, and I know two of them are away, but Middlesbrough are sort of struggling a little bit. Mm-hmm. Blackburn is the highest play team for the next three matches that we play, I believe. And then we've got Hull at home, haven't we? Sort of like at the end. So I'm already thinking Blackburn away on Wednesday, Borough away, and then at home to Hull. So three matches in a week. That's a bit of a christening, isn't it, Chris, for the new man? It'd be a bit of a christening if he can take some points from him. Uh, certainly some three points. That'd be lovely. Yeah, he's got a chance of doing so, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, Wood, uh, he's obviously in charge of Middlesbrough. They're still looking for an identity. Blackburn has been uh, showed us by example that it's hit and miss, scoreline-wise. And they do seem to concede. I know it's like close margins when they've lost, but concede three against Preston, uh, two against Leeds. They, you know, they do concede. Um, maybe a goal fest on Saturday but if Barnsley can uh, well we've seen what, what happens when all the f- pieces fall into place against Fulham if all the pieces fall into the place why can't we win and we are due that new manager effect, syndrome so um, we might as well go on then 
forecast, Kyle. Are you going? Are you, are you all three are going, aren't you? Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's, it's a good point for me to say that I'll be in the studio, 12 o'clock, 12 or 1 for the open day of Barnsley College. If you're coming along, well, you can't come in the studio because, well, like we'll be talking and it's that quiet and stuff. But you can look through the window and wave at us. Well, they'll let anybody in here, don't they? Well, they'll let you go back I, in. I'm in here. <laughs> uh, I believe ben, ben, Fran and Chris, you're coming in. And yes. Steve uh, Andrews will be joining us in the studio as well. We're just going to look ahead at the match and, and, and look a little bit more at international football and, and Barnsley and the forthcoming fixtures and everything else. So there is a Retro Report Extra 12 all one on Saturday. Your lot are off to the match. Kyle. Go on then. Forecast first, Barnsley goal scorer. I think Woodrow will score first. I think 2-1. I think the narrow margins between the games, Blackburn have, and the new manager will work in our favour. 2-1. Really? Two-one. I, I like, like it. that. I like it. Do you want me to go next? Go on then, you go next, so Chris can have a think. 3-2 win. 3-2 win. Who's going to score first? Uh, We've only scored three away all season. <laughs> <laughs> only one period. I'm hoping for it. I'm hoping for it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go 3-2 win and Schmidt's going to score because Schmidt's going to play. Right, OK. Chris? 1-1. One, one. I think it'll take, I think it's a draw. I'd take that. I think You're a draw. Fart, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think a draw. I would love us to win. I wouldn't. Uh, but yeah, a draw and an improvement in, in, in how we play, I guess. Fingers crossed, not many mistakes and a bit of confidence, but there's bigger games to come in there. If we can hold it home, it's probably a big big chance to take some points. I think we've got more chance of getting something off Hull and Middlesbrough than we have Blackburn away, yeah. but we'll see. Yeah, uh, I'll go 2 0. Apo Alma first goal. We'll I don't know why, but I have been feeling off it lately. Maybe it's medication. 90th minute. I, I just think. I, th- I just think it, it needs, you know, like when you've got a computer and it's running slow and then it works and then don't work. And I think sometimes you just need to literally just wipe everything and start again. I think that's what's happened with the club. I think we've got rid of Standall. We've now got the manager. I know he hasn't got long, but you have to think we've got these uh, performance analysts looking at Blackburn, advising him of playing style. So all that work has gone on anyway, hasn't it? So, um, yeah, well, that's it. Uh, we'll finish with a piece of music that we want to dedicate to the new manager. What is it? Well, that's started. We've waited six weeks, but we've now got him. Hair Struber. What is it? Is that it? And this is the one. We're back next week. Looking at the truth, the money never lie. No, I'm the one, yeah. I'm the one early morning in the dawn. No, you wanna ride now. I'm the one, yeah. I'm the one, yeah. Hear you sick of all those other imitators. Don't let the only real one intimidate ya. See you watching, don't run out of time now. I'm the one, yeah. This is for the fans. The vibe. Why does Comcast Business power more businesses than any other provider? It has technology solutions that put you ahead, like the fastest reliable network and serious savings. Ask how to get a $500 prepaid card with a qualifying gig bundle. Offer ends 10-23-22. Restriction supply. Call for details. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight, analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Find beatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.